We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the show, IB Nation Sports Talk. We're up and running. Glad to have you here today. It's uh, it's a little bit different show today. It's just me, Sean Solo's show, I guess. No Vince, no Jesse, because they both have, you know, day job responsibilities, whatever else. For our regulars, uh, take note, you know, Salty didn't have to put me on the clock today to, uh, to say, hey, it's time to get going because uh, I'm solo. I'm not waiting on anybody. So the show actually started on time. So we got that going for us. You are stuck with just me, but we have two guests coming up on today's show. It's our first two guest show. I'll tell you about them in a minute. But uh, we do have a couple basketball notes off the top today to start with. If uh, you hadn't seen, Micah Shrewsbury landed another commitment out of the transfer portal today, he got six foot nine forward Tay Davis from Seton Hall. He announced his commitment this afternoon on social media. Davis is originally from Warren Central High School in Indianapolis. So he's, you know, another Indiana guy already, too, with Logan Imes that Shrewsbury has gone out and uh, brought to South Bend. He played in 32 of Seton Hall's 34 games this past season. He only averaged 2.8 points, 2.8 rebounds in 13.4 minutes per game. But uh, it's another guy with size. He's six foot nine. He's a small forward. Uh, they get more size out of the transfer portal after they landed 6'10 forward Keba Jai from Penn State, of course, last month. And last month, of course, because today is June 1st. Uh, but they also Got more size with Kerry Booth. You remember him, the 6'10 forward from Colorado, incoming freshman. So they've been able to get a lot of size right away. Tay Davis from Seton Hall that gives Shrewsbury 10 scholarship players now on the roster heading into the season. So uh, you know, we'll see, we'll see if he adds anybody else, but uh, I think 10 is at least a good starting point. And um Salty says he likes having Indiana guys on the team. Nothing wrong with Indiana guys. And and Micah Shrewsbury definitely, you know, going, following up his roots. He's got a couple of indie guys with, with Imes and, and Davis now. And, he, he you know, he said in his introductory press conference in the, at the end of March that he needed to make Indiana a priority. And he's got a couple of Indiana guys. 
Some other Notre Dame basketball-related news. Monty Williams, fired, of course, by the Phoenix Suns last month, just two years after leading the Suns to the NBA championship finals, it, it, the finals to, to the championship series, whatever you want to call it, you know, the finals. But he's been hired by the Detroit Pistons, and not just hired, he gets the richest contract for a head coach in NBA history. So he'll be making somewhere around $13 million bucks a year. But it also means he's going to coach Neil Ivey's son, Jaden, up there in Detroit. He just finished his rookie season with the Pistons. So see where that goes for Monty Williams. Young club and a lot of rebuilding to do. So that's the basketball news. Two guests coming up. First up, 86 days to go until Notre Dame Navy in Dublin. So we're going to talk to Navy football insider Bill Wagner. After that, old friend of mine, Jim Kehoe, he's a unique guest we're not going to talk x's and o's football basketball or anything else but jim is a sports illustrated collector yes he collects sports illustrated he is not a collector for sports illustrated he's not going to track you down salty you know he wants to know if he leans on people to get for their late subscriptions no that's not what jim does but uh a lot of details it's a he's he's got some uh, a lot of cool old SIs. He'll share some of those with you. He's also going to tell you, like, if you're interested in collecting, like if you've got a couple boxes full of old SIs, he can tell you, you know, how to find out just how valuable they are and maybe, you know, turn uh, turn some of those into some capital of your own. First, though, longtime Navy beat writer Bill Wagner from the Annapolis Capital Gazette. We're going to talk to him. The first one, the Navy interview with Bill is a recorded interview. They've got a new head coach, Ken Niamatololo, no longer there. Jim is going to be with me live, though, after we talk to Bill. So we'll start off with Bill right now. Well, we are joined for a little Navy talk by uh, Bill Wagner from the Annapolis Capital Gazette. I was about to say Post-Gazette for some reason, but Capital Gazette. Thanks for doing this today, Bill. I appreciate it. My pleasure. Also, the Baltimore Sun, we're we're now one. It's the new era of the of the newspaper business where I work for the paper that I competed against for 20 years. <laughs> All right. There's a lot of that going around, isn't there? I mean, I think yeah. I think everyone's found themselves with new places and new titles and all, all kinds of stuff. But uh, well, you know, it's been a while since we talked and Ken Niamatololo is gone now after 15 years there at Navy. No, no real surprise. I'm, I'm guessing after three straight losing seasons to, to kind of end his tenure there. Oh yeah. I mean, it is a surprise just based on his stature. I mean, he's the winningest coach in the history of Navy football and he was very beloved by his, all of his players, former players and any assistant that ever worked for him. I mean, he's just, you know, if you got if you knew Kenny Amatololo, you would understand what an incredibly decent human being he was, and he ran the program in such a first class manner. So it was a bit of a shock to some people just because of who he was. But if you do dial down on the record and where the program was trending, it was not. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. And I know we've touched on this over the years. Where where did it really kind of go off track for him these last few years, do you think? Well, the offense, obviously, has not been up to the Navy standard, and there's a lot of reasons for it. The triple option will always be the bread and butter for Navy, but they needed to add other elements to keep teams honest. And number one, which a lot of people had been advocating for for years, was some sort of short passing game because the Navy passing attack had basically been play action deep balls, and that doesn't always work. Uh, if a, and especially what opponents had started doing is just keeping a safety back to prevent that deep uh, play action pass. So people have been saying for years, I one of them, that you got to develop some sort of short passing game, incorporate some screens, some short crossing routes, ways to get the ball to playmakers out in space, but with not high risk passes. And also knowing that you're not very good pass blocking team, that you're not built that way, not ask the the offensive lineman to have to block long on pass plays. So the bottom line is, is like, you know, I think coach Ken, you know, he believed in his system and he was somewhat unwilling to change. I know some of the assistant coaches had, you know, suggested some things that Navy could do differently. And he kind of was, you know, stubborn about it. And I think ultimately that may have proved the difference, but the bottom line to answer your original question is the offense has not been up to snuff. Sure. Uh, for, you know, really four of the last five years, they had one magical season, in which Malcolm Perry, who turned out to be an NFL talent, ran wild. Um, and other than that, the the four seasons surrounding that that one the 2019 season have been poor, subpar offensively. Well, and the new head coach is Ben Newberry, maybe a little bit unusual since he was the defensive coordinator there for Nia Montalola, and he takes the helm. You don't see very often where a head coach gets fired and one of his assistants gets promoted to the job. So, how's you know what's what's the thought on that, and how have things gone so far? Yeah, well, it is uh, rare, but I think in this case there was a situation where the defense has been carrying the torch for the last few seasons. The defense has been outstanding and ranked among the nation's best on a lot of levels of Navy, I think ranked second nationally in rushing defense last year, which is frankly amazing. Um, Especially since they, they play two of the top rushing teams 
in the country every year in Army and Air Force. So you saw, you know, they Notre Dame got Navy good on some, uh, you know, long pass plays and others in the first half, but you saw what Navy did in the second half. Yep. Notre Dame didn't even barely pick up any yardage, much less first down. So the defense <laughs> yeah. has been very solid, and I think it was a case where they didn't want to lose a talented defensive coordinator who had brought in and established a solid defense. And Brian Newberry has great leadership skills and has always, you know, all of his players really respect him and think highly of him. I think basically the mandate was let's get some new offensive minds in here and come up with a new offense. There's nothing wrong with the defense, but let's get some new offensive uh, people in here to try to develop some new schemes that'll get the offense back to where it needs to be. And I think I saw, did I see that tight ends are going to be incorporated more in this offense now? Yes, and that's something that Air Force has done for years. Has always had a tight end who could be a downfield throwing uh, pass threat. So, you know, yes, they're going to incorporate tight ends. I think it may take a while because right now all they have is, you know, basically converted defensive players. Yeah. And they're 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 blockers at this point. They it may be a few years. They just this current recruiting class is the first time they recruited tight ends who were brought in to be more skillful guys that can you know run routes and catch passes. So it may be a few years till before they get to the point where they're utilizing the tight end the way they intend to. Were you able to see a lot during the spring? Did you guys have much media access to to see you know maybe what some of those offensive changes look like out there? Yes, um, you know, I, I go to a lot of practices during the spring, and we see him running plays, and I think a lot of it was the short passing game element. Um, I mean, we could talk about this all day, but there's been <laughs> major changes to how you can block that if a, it really impacted triple option offense. The right. number one being cut blocking on the perimeter. So Navy's slot backs always blocked for each other, and the way that they blocked – an opposing cornerback or safety on the edge was a cut block. Well, you can't do that anymore. So now Navy's got five foot eight, 170 pound slot backs being asked to block six foot two, 210 pound safeties straight up. And it's just, it's a losing battle. So they have to figure out other ways to get the slot backs, the ball on the perimeter, other than just the pitch. So what we are seeing is more, short passing concepts, flares, uh, crossing routes, screen passes, that type of thing. Um, that's, that's the biggest change I've seen. And now, like I said, we'll, we'll see downfield passing with a tight end maybe in two or three years after they're able to get some skilled guys in here and teach them what they want them to do. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like nothing dramatic, but at the same time, if you just incorporate some of that stuff, you're not just solely reliant on pitch, dive, you know, keeper type stuff, obviously. Exactly. I think they just want to be a little more versatile and be able to attack teams differently, you know, it, to just shake things up and also give them more to think about and, and more to prepare for. So we saw Xavier Arline at quarterback when Notre Dame and Navy played last November, and that was because Ty Lavatai uh, tore an ACL. So what's you know, where's where's Lavatai maybe with his recovery? What's that quarterback situation looking like right now coming out of spring? Well, as of right now, a current freshman, well, I guess technically now that school's over, he's a sophomore. Um, Teddy Gleaton is the starter 
And both Ty Lavatai and Xavier Arline are going to have to beat him out during the summer camp because uh, Gleaton got all of the reps during the spring along with another a classmate of his named Blake Horvath. But Gleaton clearly was the better of the two, and they really, really like him for the specific reason he throws the ball really well. He's a big guy. He's like six foot two, two ten, two fifteen. So he's a big, solid guy. You may remember Ricky Dobbs that played at Navy. Right. He he kind of is a lot like Ricky. He's a big guy, so he runs as more of a power runner, not not a a speed or or juke guy. But the the mo, most important thing is he throws a really really good ball. And with their plans to start, you know, increasing the passing game, that gives him an advantage. Um, Ty Lavatai is a pretty good passer. Uh, you know, he throws a nice ball, but the fact of the matter is completion percentage during the last two seasons has not been that high. Um, but Xavier Arline is not a very good thrower. Uh, it's just not his strength. That's not his game. Um, Ty did not participate in spring camp. Obviously, he's recovering from an ACL injury. And Xavier Arline had very limited participation because he was playing – lacrosse for Navy men's lacrosse and he got injured playing lacrosse. So he was not able to play lacrosse or football for a lot of when spring football camp was being held. So those guys are behind. I mean, we're talking about a new offense being installed here, completely new offense, new language, new everything. And those guys weren't taking any reps in the spring, whereas Teddy Gleaton got a lot of reps. So, Right now, Teddy Gleaton's ahead of the game, and I'd be put him as the odds-on favorite to start against Notre Dame in the season opener unless Arline or Lavatai do something really dramatic during the summer training camp. Well, and it sounds like just you know listening to more passing be involved in this offense, I think, again, when we've talked in the past, you've talked about when Navy recruited has been recruiting quarterbacks, they essentially – look for athletes and kind of turn them into an option quarterback once they get there to the Naval Academy. It sounds like guys who are actually, you know, athletic quarterbacks, I guess, in in a high school might might be kind of the new model that they're going to be looking at. Well, the new offensive coordinator, Grant Chesnut, said that. They said that starting now, they're going to recruit quarterbacks who can throw. That's going to be every bit as important as having ability to run the option. So, Things have changed, and this offense is going to look different, and they're going to recruit personnel to a new style offense. So I guess bigger picture, what are some of the bigger other questions that they have coming out of spring camp a month or so ago? Well, I mean, the defense returns quite a bit of talent, and the new defensive coordinator, I mean, you know, of course, Brian Newberry is going to have his fingerprints all over the defense. He's you know, still going to be very much involved there, but he promoted his inside linebackers coach, um, PJ Volker, to defensive coordinator. So there's a lot of talent coming back on the defensive side of the ball, and the system should not change very much. So I expect Navy to remain solid on defense. So it's all about offense. And one place where they suffered some you know, serious losses was slot back. Both of the starting slot backs from last season, Mikel Haywood and Vincent Tyrell II, they transferred. So they they basically are going to have brand new slot back core because other some other guys graduated. There's only two guys, Daniel Jones and um, 
Tai Puyoloha Rojas, another one of those names. Yeah. Uh, they're the only two slots that he have really have any experience. Now they they always have a ton of slots in the system and they like some of their young guys, but slot back at present is an issue until someone proves that they they can get the job done at that position. Um, you know, and then you know, just getting the whole offense back to a level where Navy for so long ranked consistently top five in yeah. rushing offense and right. they've fallen off that a bit and they need to get back to being a dominant running program and they're hopeful by throwing these other wrinkles in that when they run it's not I mean, I, frankly if you're a fan of navy football the last two seasons in particular you got sick of seeing either fullback dive or quarterback keep it was just <laughs> Like 75% of the triple option had come down to that. And it just, it was boring. It didn't, you know, it was two yards at a time type of stuff. And it, it just got to be frustrating. So everyone's really excited to see some new elements, some new ways to move the ball. And we'll just have to see how that goes. I mean, you know, whether they can get it in one season turned around to the point where the offense is carrying its load a bit more uh, will remain to be seen. And I guess one other question mark, if you will, is they, they lost their kicker. Bijan Nichols was a basically a four-year starter. Now, last year he was injured for a lot of the season. I think he actually, the Notre Dame game was his first game back after missing every game up to that point. And uh, he, missed an extra point uh, in that game. Mm-hmm. But Bijan Nichols was a very solid, reliable kicker, and now they have to find a new place kicker. That's another question mark, I would say. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com You talked about those slot backs transferring. It, it has the transfer portal. Has there been more of that even for Navy since the portal, you know, was was thrust upon the the, uh, the college world? I guess. Yeah, I think it it has really increased things because uh, the way it worked before is that the players interested in tra- thinking about transferring would go to the coaching staff, and that would give the coaching staff a head start 
on trying to convince them to stay, get their friends around them to talk to them about why it's, you know, getting a degree from the academy is so valuable. How, you know, get a, if you graduate from the academy, you're set for life. And now these guys are just entering the portal and all and, and getting contacts without, you know, the, the coaching staff may not even know initially. Right. Um, it's just, it's changed everything. And they, the, 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 uh, readily available ability to transfer is definitely i think causing and the thing at navy which is important to remember is that after your sophomore year you can transfer without penalty if you mm-hmm. they ha- they do what they navy they do what they call a 2 for 7 signing prior to the start of classes of your junior year and if you sign that paperwork you're committing to 5 years of postgraduate military service in addition to the final two remaining years of your education. And once you sign those papers, if you leave, you can be subject to having the government ask for repayment of your education, which is not, you know, it's probably like close to $100,000 for a year. So I think what you're seeing is uh, players who, after their sophomore season, think that they might have some sort of pro potential or want to play at a higher level, they're going to transfer just because that's their window to do so. So, yeah, I mean, it's a it's a one-way street for Navy. They can't take any transfers, um, and they're lo- going, going to lose some every year. So it's just it's a, it's a difficult situation. We're finally going to get this Notre Dame-Navy game over in Dublin <laughs> this year. Yeah. <laughs> Are I you- was already in 2020, and that didn't happen, and then they didn't even play at all. I know. Exactly. We got, you know, are, are you, are you, you got your, your flights booked and ready to go? Yeah. I still have my, uh, my voucher from Aer Lingus. So. Oh, from um, last time. Really? Yeah. I, I, you know, that I bought a flight and then they canceled the game and we got the voucher. So I've got to get organized. That's one of the things I need to do is get organized for the trip. But, um, I, I one thing I did was book into the Navy hotel because I found out that hotel prices in Dublin during that weekend are, about four hundred to five hundred U.S. dollars. Whew, man! So they're jacking I, I, the prices up. I saw last week thirty-nine thousand fans is what I saw are are supposed to make the trip from the states over there to Ireland. So it's a sellout. Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm impressed that Aer Lingus gave you a voucher like that, though, that you can use three years later because I had a flight booked during the pandemic and I only had a year to use it. You know, it was domestic, but. It was, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I was very pleased. It, it, I guess I think a lot of it was COVID related, but yes, it was very, very nice that they extended the voucher. Bill Wagner, always good to talk to you. First time we've actually seen each other. Usually it's been on the phone, of course, over the years, but hey, technology. Annapolis Capital Gazette and the Baltimore Sun as well. Appreciate you, Bill. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Sean. Always good to talk to you, buddy. You too. Bill Wagner, he's been there. He's been covering Navy for three decades at this point for the Annapolis Capital Gazette. He's been around for a while. We Are Not Marshall asks about uh, with lacrosse recent national championship, can we do a full lacrosse segment? That is, let's just say it's in the works. They went straight from Philadelphia after spending a day. I think they did a clinic the next day, and then they're in Germany for 10 days. So we'll we'll be efforting lacrosse in the very near future. 